to another Karen, the little bald head Karen Slutwalk. Yeah, she's from her folks is from Cape Verde, or supposedly. Slutwalk. Slutwalk. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on, Cape Verde. Find it on the map. All right, is he Cape Verde? Yeah. There we go. All right. So yeah, it is north of Cape Verde, so it's really right by Morocco. It's a oh, it's a colony. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's pull Northwest this up. Africa. Yeah, see, we, like we research on the Bagland podcast. Right we we don't babble. We research. Okay, it's by Senegal, right over to Mauritania. Okay. Yeah, it's literally right off the coast of Morocco and Western Sahara. I'm gonna be honest. And I, there's these trade winds. That's that's if you read Van Sertima's book. There's trade winds that can. You know, if you get lost, just kind of drift you all the way to the Americas. But I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know. Well, like, kids, like of course we populated the world, right? But at, at what time period and what genetic mutations had taken place by that time? Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? You could be dark in all parts of the damn world, like. I'm thinking niggas got on some boats here and there and might have came. I'm not by the see what Egghead is trying to say. First of all, he said the slave trade didn't happen, right? So now that means that you have to go with this narrative. Then there's no other narrative you can go with. You got to say that well, millions and millions and millions of niggas just came over to Brazil and came from boats and it went to the U.S. It's worse than that. That's not even what he's saying. That's not no that was, so that could be argued, but see that's not what he's saying. What he's saying is, we never were in Africa, never. So never. So okay, but then, a lot of the Aboriginals don't believe that civilization started in Africa and then spread throughout the world. They don't believe so that. So do we got to ignore the money? That. So there was no pyramids. <laughs> uh, so so but so so okay. By definition, then, then you need to take Africa and can and remove it from the world map, right? That that's really oh, what that's, you, that's that's. I mean, if you're gonna say that, then you have to remove it from the world map. You have to say it didn't exist. You you have to you have to use. Hey man, they make up shit. They make up like fake archaeology that says what they're saying, but it it doesn't. Hey man, me- oh, we found a we found a skeleton over here a hundred thousand years, but not saying that it's like a primitive form of human. It ain't like modern Homo sapiens shit. Like they leave a lot of shit out, and they try to say that life started here. So basically, this is a bunch of goofy shit. Hey man, they I just, want to get they, a cheeseburger. They- you want a burger? No, I want a cheeseburger. Ain't no such thing as a burger. That's the, that's the same yeah. argument, fam. I want a cheeseburger. So you want a burger? No, no, ain't ain't, ain't no burger. Well, yeah, might, yeah, might as well be. I'm looking at Cape Verde. Okay, you okay? That's okay. We said Canary Islands is in Cape Verde, right? No, no, it's to the north of Cape Verde. Cape Verde is another island to the west. Okay. Uh, the one that's right next to Senegal and Mauritania. The Canary Islands are closer to Morocco. Oh, okay. So Morocco, Rabat. Okay, and I'm seeing some more islands. There's some islands called... Madeira. There's the Azores are up there. 
Santa Cruz, La Palma, Santa Cruz, the... So was this Spaniard? Spaniard was this was this Taco Tuesday? Porto de Rosario? I didn't even know these yeah, islands. Yeah, they came and they went to the islands first before they went to the continent. Oh, how stupid of I! Spain and Portugal's right there, right in northern, right north. Literally, Africa. right. You could see, Fuck. you could see that bitch from off the Iberian Strait. You could see it. You could see Africa from Spain and Spain from Africa on a clear day, right Algiers. there. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Okay. So I got my map. Go back to Brother Smalls here. All right. We know there've been other experiments where people have used even the papyrus boat, right, and came from Africa to America. So please, I used to come over here on vacation. I wanna, I wanna even put some, 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 uh, add some information into some of what he said because mm -hmm. for those of you who have not been studying um, as long as others, you might hear what he said and not know how to do some more research on what right. he said. Thank when you. he talked about the Mali Empire, you have to look at the story of Abu Bakr. Yes, and you look at how he ascends to the throne. Please, for those of you who want to know more about how Africans might have made successful journeys to the United States, look at how he ascends to the throne. We have several rulers. His predecessor says he's on the throne. And he says, I don't want to be on the throne anymore. I want to explore the world. Mm -hmm. And so he says he's going off and he leaves. This, this is in our record, mm -hmm. right? Yes. There are those that believe that, his, that he was uh, attempting to come here. And so it is, I, I often say often that um, if people are anywhere, it's because Africans went there. Right. And it is um, Fair use. in African oral history, mm -hmm. the coming back and forth. That's right. I remember the first time I went to Tokarati, which is in the western region of Ghana, and I walked into the Atlantic Hotel, a hotel that was built by Kwame Nkrumah, mm. and there was a mural on the wall of the lobby of the hotel. 20 feet by 20 feet mm. of Africans landing on the shores of America, pre-Columbus, trading with the Asiatics. Where is this? Where is this that you saw? In Tuckerati. This was in 1980 when I went to that hotel in Ghana. Mm. So to the African, that's a normal. What is Tuckerati? Are you familiar with Tuckerati, bro? I'm not. Okay. Okay. I was just wondering. All right. Yes. No, they think that is normal. When... Christopher Columbus came here. He wrote about the black folks he met. Here. Yes, he takes his second voyage. He's mm. dropping a lot of stuff, y'all. I'm trying to just be. I'm trying to be the attendant here and, and slip some stuff in so you can do your further research. Mm. He takes it on his first voyage. The native people here tell him that they saw the black men with spears tipped with gold. Mm -hmm. And so he says he's taking his second voyage so that he can find them. Yes. He was familiar with the Africans. So, right. and his brother, Christopher Columbus' brother, mm -hmm. said that the guides that he had in South South America were Ethiopians. Mm. Verrazano, when he came into New York, said he met these Ethiopians. Mm -hmm. Ethiopians Verrazano. You familiar with him? I'm not. Okay, all right, all right. It was the operative European word for black or African. That's right. Days. The burnt face. Yes. Ethiopia. And so, but notwithstanding that, anthropology and archaeology on the Americas, just go do your research. The, the people you call them the Native American, the Indian, the Asiatic, has mm -hmm. only been here a little bit more than 10,000 years. Mm -hmm. They warred against us who had come here 200,000 years before mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so 
Those of us who came, if you go to, I forgot my little brother's name. He wrote this book on Mexico. He just called me last week. He just got out of college. But I'll, you can mm. get to sign that. I'm going to give you his name. And um, he was in the Nation of Islam. And he was on a visit in Belize. And he met this brother that told him, you ought to come on down to southern Mexico and meet some of the black folks. Then mm -hmm. he said, the black folks down there. So he went down to southern Mexico. Now, real quick, I'm going to try to make it real fast. I didn't know that Mexico had black towns, which, in fact, they do. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. To this day. To this day. Yeah. I've seen it. Documented. You could actually go on. Mm -hmm. They have actual. And they and they know where they came from. And they too. know where they came from. Yes, 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 they do. And um, you could go on, uh, not excursions, but they, they have groups in like these little Instagram and Facebook chats where black folks go down there. You know what I'm saying? And learn and just hang out with them and stuff like that. Go on trips in these towns. And they kind of live off to themselves. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know. He wrote a little pamphlet on it, then he expanded the book a few years later. Mm -hmm. uh, on hey, the hey, DP. Yeah. And the L yep. they're, they're S.A. Dolls, fam. They're what? They are also A. Dolls. If you think about it, this is the America. Theoretically, yes. I mean, this, yeah. Yeah. They're A. Dolls. Yeah. They, they're, 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 they're American descendants, yeah. Yeah, well, you, if you look at the, yeah. If you look at America's in that, in that manner, yeah. North America, yeah. That wouldn't be South America. Central America is like Panama and all that type shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's central. But and, but they're there too. That yeah, would they, be S S A S A DOS. And you said S A DOS. Damn, I never heard it that way. Yep, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Damn. That is true, bro. That is true. Elders there told him there's two blacks here. The ones who came on the boat, meaning those who came doing slavery, and the ones who came before the boat. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're talking about the Almax, mm -hmm. the 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 um, oh goodness, but those who we see built all the pyramids. They're there. Mm -hmm. all, if you look on the paintings, they're black. Mm -hmm. They don't try to hide it. Mm -hmm. White folks have been in there trying to whitewash a bunch of stuff, mm -hmm. but the most significant ones of the priests wearing the leopard skin, mm -hmm. just like they did in Kemet, um, on 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 the the design of the pyramids. Have you seen these pictures he's talking about with the leopard skins? Because leopards are only in mm -hmm. Africa. Jaguars are in South America. Yeah, I've He said, "Leopard skins, pictures." In pyramids of South America, is that right? Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. In Mexico. In Mexico, okay. On 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 the even the opening of the mouth tool that's used in the judgment scenes in Kemet, you see it in the almacks. Yes. <laughs> He's making so, me feel like I so, need to go get some artifacts from around the house to show the families. Yes. So we 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 know that Africans populated the world. We were in New Guinea. Mm -hmm. We were in Australia. Mm -hmm. We were in Cambodia. Mm -hmm. We were in Thailand. We were in China. Mm -hmm. We were the Ainu people of Japan. We were in India. Uh, I'm married to a black woman from India, okay, who, who, whose family is from southern India, and their people still live there. And these So was he talking about the Dravidians? Southern, southern India. Uh, I mean all types of people down there that came directly from Africa and still survive there today. 
Okay, because I've always heard about like the the ones in southern India is usually the darker ones. Yeah, you know, if you look anywhere in the world, if you the further south you go, the darker they go, the darker they get. Even if you go to Spain, Italy, France, even you look at uh, 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 a Sicilian, you look at somebody from northern Italy, they're gonna look different. They're gonna be ones from Sicily gonna be a little bit darker. Because I used to always see a lot of times And he said his wife is from India And you know um, in, in my experience a lot of times When I used to see Habib You know if, if he's If you get like a high yellow Habib You know they, they lean in, They leaning towards Karen and Bob And then mm-hmm. you know A lot of times if you see like the darker ones Sometimes they be trying to get in where they fit in But you know like uh, I've, they're I've, ostracized in a lot of places. They're ostracized, especially in I, India. Hell yeah! Oh, it's hell that caste yeah. system. They that's who's get, at the bottom. That's like you Jim, know what I'm saying. Jim Crow 2023. They still get that shit going, bro. To this day, you know, you got to put on some cake soap and get you some. <laughs> you got to change your skin color if you want a Bollywood position. It ain't happening. And um, I've heard some activists out there that have been speaking against it. You know, I mean, they they going against David and Goliath, of course, but you know, I, I've heard, I've heard, a, you know, a lot of that rhetoric, man, where they like, okay, shit, you don't, you don't, you don't, you know, what I'm saying you don't fit, you ain't got the complexion for protection for collection, like Doctor Umar says, you ain't getting that job, it ain't happening, you know. So, yeah, let me see here. The black peoples, we know that we populated all of the islands of the Indian Ocean. And so we populated as well, Central and South America. Black people went everywhere. Our genesis is Africa. So this foolishness I'm seeing on on the internet with people who haven't done any research, have not presented any facts. Pay attention, egghead. Pay attention. Talking about we are not Africans. We are aborigines. All aborigines mean is the original population in that particular land. We are aborigines of Europe. Well, they're saying that we are also Cherokee, their father's Cherokee, and, you know, and then most of the Cherokee time... Cherokee was one of the biggest enemy. I'm part Cherokee. Uh-oh, say that again. I did, five years ago, we did our family reunion on the Cherokee Reservation in the mountains of North Carolina. That's my family. Much of the Cherokee Nation, it was only a small portion of the Cherokee Nation that even had any kind of positive relationship with black folks. Facts, facts. I got a picture, fam. I wish I could pull it up for you. Where you got Cherokees holding up that Confederate flag, like, yeah. Let me get a weapon and some whiskey. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, I was telling my, my you know, because my sister's, my sisters, bro, they like, I'm not sure if there's Ojibwe or whatever, but my sisters are, uh, they mother was like full blood. Like, like, she, they mothers was either, either Cherokee or I think Ojibwe. I'm not sure, but. Man, and I'm telling you, that liquor in the... <laughs> I'm telling you, liquor and Indians don't mix. I'm telling you, she... And they was actually on the... Like, if they wanted to do this, bro, fam, they could do this. They was one of the few niggas that could pull up that paper and be like, hey, let me get some bread off that reservation. They could actually status correct. You know what I'm saying? And they... um, They... My niece, she was telling me how like, 
you know, damn, I lost my fucking train of thought. Damn it. What was I going to say? Um, shit. I hate it when that, when that happens. Um, oh, oh, I sent, yeah, I sent her the, I said the five civilized tribes. I said now some of the Blackfoots, I believe, and the Creeks, they, some of them was riding for niggas. But like I showed them, I said them Cherokees, they were scalping niggas. They was, when black folks would go free, a lot of them, a lot of the five civil, so-called civilized tribes sided with the American Confederate South to undermine black folks that was getting free, you know? So just so they could get some biscuits and crumbs and liquor and wear fine clothes and assimilate and, you know, give all their land and buffaloes away, they wanted to assimilate with the race soldiers to undermine foundational blacks. Ados, Freedmen, status correct, whatever. So, um, he ain't lying about that, bro. Most of them work with the white folks against black folks. Mm. Cherokee has been one of the most European focused Native American nations in this hemisphere. <laughs> and anybody can have that. There, um, I have people who are from the so-called Cherokee Nation. Much of what is called the Cherokee Nation today is a compilation of about 50 other nations from the southern part of the United States who the white man dumped together and called Cherokee. But there was a Cherokee Nation. And most of, if you study history of the Americas, you'll find that the Cherokee Nation allied more often with the white man than with the black man. The people who allied with us was the Creek, the Red Tail Creek, because a large Speaking of which, you know what's crazy? My Aunt Jo in Chicago, I asked her about um, her grandmother. Did I ever tell you about the story of my great-grandmother in Mississippi on my dad's side? I don't know, dude. Okay. Yeah. So, so, what, so basically, man, what, what, what ended up happening was my... I always talk about it on the podcast all the time. I probably talked about it 30 times. But my my dad's grandmother, you know, my dad's from Chicago, right? Like most black folks, you know what I'm saying, by way of Mississippi and whatnot. So my dad, I think when they were kids, my dad's mother just dropped him off in Mississippi one day and just left him. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. my great grandmother, she was kind of salty, like, damn, man, you just gonna leave these niggas here, you know what I'm saying? Like so they kind of had to work on the farm. She had her own land. Now, you know, I always talk about in my podcast where they say, Well, you know, they killed niggas with the right to vote. That wasn't the only reason why they killed niggas. They killed niggas is they own land. She owned land at a time where um in less than a hundred years off the plantation in which black folks cut their literacy in 50% in less than 40 years. And she owned land and that damn, hold on, let me close this refrigerator. I can't stand that sound. My bad, bro, I, I hate that sound. It's just, you know, like when, I don't know if you one of these people like me, man, but you know when somebody leaves the damn time on the microwave, I gotta clear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Means the power I beg. Yeah, uh, so um, but my grandma owned some land, and I used to always ask my dad about it, like, you know, did the clan mess with her or nothing like that? They were like, Man, they ain't play with her like that. Cause see, once again, I'm in that mindset where I thought that everybody was kind of scraping and bowing and scraping. No, 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 no. 
you know, uh, she had sugar cane. She had like a sugar cane farm or something, bro. And so she would, she had sugar cane and, um, I think she had sugar cane and the neighbors had some sugar, sugar cane farms or something like that. And then she had like cows and she had all kind of stuff. And she had that, that, that farm by herself and she had some acres. And so what my, I'm going to run through this quick, but she, uh, the neighbors said that my dad stole some sugar cane and you know sugar cane is real sweet you know what i'm saying this shit tastes good it ain't none of this bullshit we've been eating this corn syrup shit you know this is the real shit so they you know they didn't steal it though and my grand my great grandmother knew they didn't steal it that was the story that was told us but she whipped them all the same the thing is she did some kunta shit like she tied these niggas up to a tree and was like really whipping their ass not like with a real whip but i mean a belt you know what i'm saying like she was really doing some real fucking why would they steal sugar cane if she had a sugar cane man i don't know she what it was is she was salty that they mama left them there so she's kind of bitter about that right so yeah yeah, it was just some bitter ass man you you left you niggas here and i got to take care of your ass and she just went off to chicago or something so she was kind of lightweight salty about that shit like damn man you know what i'm saying so she took it out on them she knew that they didn't steal the sugar cane but what happened is somehow the word got back to the neighbors this is the story that was told to me and the sheriff must have you know the white sheriff he must have heard what she did to the kids and so he goes on the land talking about well you know you can't whip these kids like this or whatever they said my great grandmother went and got that 45 and shotgun and came out and said i'll whack your ass you ever come on my land again i'll bust i'll bust your grave <laughs> the sheriff was they said the sheriff was so fucking shook and shocked you know back then they could throw you up in the tree for some shit like that you talk to a white person like that in mississippi they said they ain't fuck with my great grandma they said they were terrified of her and see that's that's the energy that they just like this chair we you know we got to get into montgomery the chair the spirit of Tubman and Dessaline, that's they don't talk about that energy when we were in school. They just talk about, you know, we shall overcome. A couple of niggas got their ass kicked on Selma. No, no, no. That, you know, that happened, but they don't talk about the other side of the reverse where niggas was putting the boots, the Seminoles, and, you know what I'm saying, the deacons of defense. And there was resistance. There was always resistance. And they never really talked about that as kids because they didn't want us to be resistant. They basically said, well, you know, you get you a Cadillac and whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And you can be fine. But, uh, you know, I'll continue. That's a side note. It's part of the Creek Nation, which made up Florida, Georgia, South oh, Carolina. Oh, the whole point. Damn, Damn, man. Status correction. Banana peppers. Okay, so <laughs> the the point the point of my, my what, what my Aunt Joe in Chicago, she's still alive to this day, she told me that the way that she got that land in Mississippi is by the creeks. Her grandmother had land in South Carolina. Now I'm starting to wonder, she said they were creeks, but if they was in South Carolina, that put them around the Gullah Geechee, right? So I said, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Maybe that was, but they said they had some pictures and you know, they had some stuff. So, but she said, 
the story is they didn't get in the detail fam but i want to investigate they said that some shit jumped off and they left south carolina and came down to mississippi now i think they put belt to ass as the chicago niggas say i think they put some put some working on some race soldiers and left town that's what i'm starting to think happened because they didn't really say exactly what happened but they said they had to they had to up and leave but they had bread for land so it wasn't like they got ran out of town so if you didn't get ran out of town and you had money to go down to mississippi and buy a bunch of land what happened did you have to put the chair on somebody and leave i don't know anyway nation a large part of them sided with the white men for the wars of genocide against us but the red tail creek sided with us and lived with us and amalgamated with us to become with us you you told me that earlier this week remember the maroons that there was maroon colonies all over the world it wasn't just in america right jamaica had maroons did haiti yeah Haiti? Yeah, it's it's just a mixture of the the people, the indigenous people who were there, the slaves and and all types of different cultures mixed together in some of the places. But it was was escaped slave colonies, that's what it was. You know, I used to always hear these little high yellow bras, you know, sometime meet them, I'm Creole. And I'm like, what they really, now what they really were saying, for people who don't know, I'm a high yellow, high, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm high on the market. Niggas like me, so I'm white. Now, you're not white, but you know how, like you said, how some, well, you know, everything but black. I have original this, I'm not black. I want to be something else. Now, I know that when I go into the courtroom. I'm special, yeah. Well, I'm special amongst you niggas. But I'm not special yeah. amongst Billy Bob and Karen because I can't be special in the system of racism, white supremacy. I'm a I'm another nigga that's gonna be getting a a number and maybe a bail if I can afford it, right? But amongst you Negroes, well, I'm 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 this and I'm that and I'm and you know I'm a popsicle and I'm a I, I'm a Portuguese man of war jellyfish. Anything you want to be, just just to put you know that uh that nigga ego. Oh, we gonna get some real nigga shit, y'all, 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 y'all. Stay tuned. We gonna it's gonna get real niggerish in a minute. But first, we we almost done with our conscience. But yeah, they, you know, like you said, they, um, they they they, they came up on the tribe, uh, when they were trying to get free. Seminole Nation, mm. and so we need to study history and not play with history, so we can get an understanding of what went on here. Go back and read Leron Bennett's book, The Shaping of Black America. Mm. He has Hold a on, that's a bar. The Shaping of Black America. Let me go to Google. Shaping of Black America. I've never heard of that book. Let me see. Leron Bennett Jr. Okay, hold on. Now, this came out. Okay, the struggles and triumphs of of African Americans, sixteen nineteen and nineteen nineties. This came out ninety three. Okay, I might have to check that out. All right. And they call the red and the black. And he deals with this to some extent. Even read our brother David Hotep's new research. Yes. Read Ivan Van Sertima's research. And then look at the bibliographies they use in order to expand your teaching. This silly thing of trying to deny Africa is, is going right back to the same old Judeo-Christian Islamic right. self-hatred. Mm. 
that we try to justify and now we're going to try to play race as a way of justifying our self-hatred. So, so let's let's do this. Because I, I want to, sometimes when people hear the first part of our conversation, mm-hmm. they, they're not able to distinguish it from the second part of the conversation. Right. So, so I want us down. to be able to have some complexity fair and sophistication use, in the way we tell use. it so the family can understand. Yes, they sir. hear us say that Africans made journeys. They hear us say that Africans populated the world. They even hear us say that Africans who were brought here against their will escaped and spent time with native peoples, mm-hmm. lived in their land. No, let's not call the Asiatic nativist people. Let's stop that. That's a mistake we mm. make, and that's part of the conflict. The Asiatics are uh, immigrants that came in, a warring immigrant that mm. came in. 10,000 or so years ago mm-hmm. and warred upon the African immigrants that had preceded them here. See, the, so but what the, makes the, them native? The challenge that I'm trying to, to give to folks who haven't studied this as, as, as in-depthly is I want them to understand time periods okay. and then understand how, a, how two brothers who are sitting on the couch, an elder and a, a, a student, could sit here and say that Africans were here before Columbus and then still say when you try to say that you're not an African, there's a problem. Because right. I think that people People aren't always able to understand that we're talking about something a little bit more complex. Right. So that even in the it's chat the room, biscuits being, you know, if a, the cat have kittens in an oven, it doesn't become biscuits. <laughs> Malcolm, <laughs> That's Malcolm my made stuff <laughs> simple. Yes, he did. You know? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So, but have, but you know. but to to give this some teeth, I, w- I want to show you some um, stuff really quickly. This yes. is this is one of the brothers, and you know what? Hey, that's another thing I was gonna say to you, bro. Is that like when I used to hear like Malcolm's speeches and shit, bro? They were. It is. It, it was like effortless, fam. And what I what I what I really liked about Malcolm is he he wasn't he wasn't like no boule bootlick. That nigga came from the streets, so he understood. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like he kind of under he, he he understood. He he seen a different. He's seen a different side of it. And you know, like his dad was a pan Africanist. You know that, right? Yeah, he like. Was, huh? So they killed him, didn't they? Oh, hell yeah. Uh, they, they, yeah, hell yeah. They got rid of him quick. Because he, was, he wasn't he was on that old, well, I'm just trying to get a Cadillac. He wasn't on that kind of preaching. He was on that um, kind of like Malema kind of vibe, bro. You know, like. I mean, I know, I know Hollywood ran, ran that, you know, the Malcolm X movie and stuff. But I mean, he was, he was talking about, he talked about the motherland a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like he talked about trying to get, you know, get us back out there and stuff like that. So what he was a threat because, you know, he said, you going to stir up our good niggers. You know what I'm saying? So that's why they killed him to my knowledge. To my knowledge, that's what it was. But a brother in the chat room, Sonetta, a brother that I admire, that I have respect for, got a little upset with me at one point. We 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 resolved it. But he said that I'm going after a particular brother on YouTube. Uh oh. And I first said, No, I'm not. <clears throat> but you know what? I'm gonna say I am. Because I think You're that what he's doing is setting the facts straight. What he's doing is dangerous. It's not personal. I don't know him. Oh, you're about but I'm talking about Dane Calloway. Now, it's not uh, personal. Uh, I don't the know. The egghead. Him. This, 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 see, <laughs> all right, hold on. Let's let's pause the NK music. Shout out to NK music for giving us this beautiful soundtrack. Well, we're gonna get in some real nigga shit pretty soon. Um 
this was five years ago. So now, now I kind of understand like how you kind of took it. Like, okay, yeah, DP, I love you, but man, this we we got to get this misinformation straight because. We, bro, we can't have that, man. Like we, you can't get lied, my nigga. If you don't know, you don't know. But nigga, you can't get lied. You can't, you can't do that. You can't say ain't no slave trade and all this. You, you can't do that. You can't do that. Matter of fact, and all you gotta do is listen to them niggas talk for real. If you got any kind of sense, and you'll be good on the whole idea. That's the problem. The people that follow them, they really, they don't know his. I don't usually do this because I try to separate, but I can't separate DP from DP. I'm going to pull out the black book. Hold on. I'm going to pull out the... I can't make my book so damn thick. I can't even make the status correction sound sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to pull that shit. Hold on. Let me see if it works. Wow, wow, that's just not like... Look, right. See, this is... Yeah. Status correction is usually cap. Let's get some shit a nigga printed out like... that. That's 15 to 20 pages. All right, let's let's show the difference. Then this is research, nigga. Sound like a giant albatross. Now, I swear, I wish I had my, I wish I had a fez right now. I wish I could get into straight koofy mode. <laughs> you know when a nigga pull out the book and then one dude starts talking and says, "Hey, right here it says right here," and then the other one gets interrupts me. One oh one point five. Like damn. Why do you need two people? You know what man? you gotta do for the thumbnail for this thing for your YouTube. You gotta <laughs> you gotta Photoshop a fez on a nigga with some feathers on it with a yarmulke on top. <laughs> Fucking uh, Koofy hanging off the side with a with a uh, with a Chicago Cubs cap to the right. Oh shit! <laughs> and a L.A. Dodgers cap to the left. To the, to the back left. <laughs> He's confused as hell. He's like confused as hell. Oh shit. Okay. And a New York Yankee cap to the back. <laughs> With a New York Yankee cap to the back. A criminal 55 neighborhood. 55. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'll find this in a bit. I'll find this in a bit. This is crazy. Okay. Now, people got the point. Banana peppers. People got the point. Now, let me see here. Because I didn't wrote my... I, I didn't keep... I kept a lot of my notes on, like, Google. It really helps. Um, now, this right here, I'm going I'm gonna to play this for you. And this is now, now, now we go into the dark side. Uh, everybody that's listening to us tonight to play this back. Now, this is the first thing I'm gonna play. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is the first thing I'm gonna play, and then I'm gonna play something else. Okay, hold on. Fair use, YouTube. It's mandatory minimum. Homie, we need this. 94 ominous crime bill like they came and they start getting niggas min minimum sentencing guidelines mandatory minimum homie we need this strictly for violent crimes and gangs gangs should have no rights amongst citizens if they are identified as a gang member a gang associate a gang affiliate they should lose not their right to a due process but homie they should lose the right to carry guns and to be treated fairly like they would do somebody like us homie and they sign up to kill 
Gangs don't build. Gangs don't manufacture anything that helps their community. Gangs don't create youth programs. Gangs don't create scholarship programs. Gangs don't have burial funds. Gangs don't have a treasury. Gangs don't, they, this, come on, homie. What good are these gangs? So, homie, I agree. I hope that I could meet a politician that need a black voice like mine. That, have, that needs a black voice like mine, my nigga. Fair to use. To help push a new crime bill, just like they needed the black Democratic caucus to join in to help them get that bitch pushed again. We need it, my nigga. Or else we gonna keep seeing babies die by the hands of babies and grown folks justify why they die. See, what made it so controversial over there was that they were locking up anybody with tattoos, even if you aren't affiliated to the MS-13 gang use. over there in El Salvador. If you have any tattoos that look like anything suspicious, you're getting locked up. Well, they call that kicking the ball down the road. I agree. Yeah, yeah, all them suspicious-ass tattoos, you know, when got it. Yeah, get them too. It's called kicking the ball down the road. We'll let the court sit it out. That's why the police just make the arrest, nigga. Whether you now just make the arrest. We'll let the court sort it out. Kick the ball down the road is what they call it. We need to start kicking the ball down the road. We are in dire need of it. These niggas shoot up old women houses by accident. They hit innocent kids. They killing the women. They bite women's eyes out. Nigga, they beating up. Man, come on, homie. They need to kick these niggas' ass down the road, my nigga. Because they don't seem to do all that when they go to prison. You don't hear about a bunch of niggas fighting and having prison rides in prison. For the most part, <laughs> them niggas trying to have a good day and get along and pick on somebody weaker than them. So now, nah, man, I'm with it, my nigga. All right, so that, that's one. Now we, I'm going to get your analysis in a second. Now this is another. Uh-huh. This is another. Fair use, YouTube. William, the comedian. I'm showing my ass the whole interview. So you're fed up with the Hebrews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they came to uh, the, Bar the Barclays Center um, in Brooklyn yeah. after Kyrie was banned. And uh, they stood outside. It was probably like two, three hundred of them. What they do? Just stood there? From that video, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they wasted everybody's time, including theirs. Uh, just standing there uh, with, with matching skirts and dresses, uh, that don't do nothing, homie. They, they, didn't, they didn't disrupt the NBA. They, 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 didn't, they, didn't, uh, they didn't impede traffic. Uh, they didn't block no doors. Uh, they didn't slap no white woman. They didn't snatch nobody's purse. Uh, they didn't vandalize no car. Uh, them niggas didn't do nothing but go stand there. So what's that for? That's, that's a dog and pony show. Yeah, that, that, was, a, that, that was a show of, of, of a bunch of weak black men in America, homie. Who, 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 who read a bunch of books. But the books and the knowledge that they read, it don't manifest in none of their lives. They talk that Hebrew, we this, we that. Show us, nigga. Stop making movies. Stop, stop sounding poetic and intelligent. Come show us who we are. Tired of motherfuckers telling us who we are. Because based on our actions, we ain't none of that shit they talking, my nigga. We ain't none of that shit they talking.
and 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 now I'm, I'm gonna go to the next part he's really about to go off decks and then i'm gonna play then i'm gonna play the next video i'm gonna let you get your analysis okay all right i don't want to be a part of nothing that cursed me two thousand years ago as good as my mother was homie as good as, as good as our ancestors was as slaves. Nigga, them people never became hateful. So you mean to tell me whatever God these mother Hebrews serve, that God is still punishing black children from something 2,000 years ago? Man. Why are black Word. Hebrews the only one with this knowledge and saying it's the 12 tribes of Judah? You don't hear Mexicans saying that shit. You don't hear Puerto Ricans, you don't hear Dominicans. Why are these dumbass American black people the only ones saying this, my nigga? But they can't show us. Show us who we are, nigga. Cause we don't believe it by you telling us. When we go online and see what we see. When you niggas won't stand up to the industry. You niggas won't stand up to the Jewish ran industry that's promoting, propagating, glorifying. Fair use, fair use, YouTube. Pushing detriment and destruction by way of lyrical content. And if you believe that Bible, you know rapping, nigga, is the greatest, greatest force of a demonic force known to man. If you believe that Bible, Hebrew, I don't believe nothing you can read, homie, about God. I don't believe nothing you can read about God. How are you going to tell me by God something you, me, a now mother talking have ever seen or spoke to? How are you going to tell me about God based on your personal comprehension? Everything that a preacher preaches, everything that a religious leader speaks out of his mouth is based on their own personal reading comprehension. I don't believe that a man is telling me about a God. Show me, show me a Jesus, show me a, a prophet Muhammad, show me a Gandhi, show me a motherfucker that can't read but that can write a Quran. Show me, show me a motherfucker that can raise the dead. Don't tell me about a motherfucker, show me. My mama showed me. My mama showed me a God to hold on to. Charles so, nigga, if you in. can't show me what my mama showed me, nigga, if you can't love me unconditionally like my mother does according to how they say God love us, you ain't, you can't tell me about no motherfucking God, motherfucker. You can't love me unconditionally like you say God do, but my mother does. So whatever God that woman tell me about, that's the God I want. Cause she done showed me. The Hebrew niggas can't show us, my nigga. <laughs> show us this power, nigga, in numbers. In the community, not at that white boy stadium. Come to the community, nigga, when a nigga kill a nigga. And show us 200 niggas. Stand around the family that's burying somebody, nigga. And show me 200 niggas and cry with them people, nigga. A NBA player. A scare-ass NBA player that got to do like every other nigga, including them niggas who take off on their job, nigga, and, and submit to their coward nature when they clock in at work. Cause they ain't talking Hebrew on the job. They ain't talking Hebrew on the job. Mm. They ain't.
All right, now here's another one. And then I'm going to get your analysis. You're going to need the Titan analysis. Hold on. Let me see. Now I'm wondering, is this nigga trolling or is he just going off? He mean that shit. And I agree. Yeah, <laughs> fuck with us. They don't like us. Look at this. Okay. Damn, by no Africa. Nigga, Africa. Let's get to what y'all came to see. Fair so use. what was the situation? It was a, it was a clip. You had said like, fuck Africa. And yeah, I don't was, give a damn about no Africa. Nigga, Africa, mo- Africa yeah. ain't built no ship and came back over here and rescued one nigga since we left from Africa. Yeah, and Africans don't like <laughs> us. Yeah, nigga, Africans don't fuck with us. They don't like us. And they stink. Yeah, it ain't some stinky people. Damn. Yeah, nigga, fuck Africa. Yeah, nigga, ain't, they ain't our people. We niggas, slaves, the descendants of slaves. They would never call no nigga. The first group of Africans, only one generation, now the first group came. They wasn't born into this shit. Me and your people was born into this, homie. They were born slaves. They birth certificates say nigga. They was born in Africa. They are not us. They know what tribe they come from. They had a language. Once they broke them from the language and we was born, we was born in these conditions. We ain't no Africans. We ain't no Hebrew. We nigger. Bottom line, homie. And, and the word nigger is not a distasteful, it's not a shameful word. That was those people's name. Come here, nigger. Nigger, shut up. Hang that nigger. Catch that nigger. It wasn't until... Uh, Mark Twain wrote the book Huckleberry Finn that in America a black a nigga got a name. His name was Nigga Jim. It's the first time they ever had a nigga had a name, Nigga Jim. His nigga didn't have no name. Come here, nigga. Nigga Toby. Nigga didn't have no name. That's the we've heard. Boy, look at this nigga. He heard that when he was born, and he heard that when he died. Died, nigga. That was his name. Fair use, you And we get mad when a white person call us a nigga. We should never be offended nor get upset when a white Don't person say nigga. Well, that's <laughs> honoring you. The person, the person doing the interview was just—he was lambasted, fam. He was just like, "What? No people, right? Normally, the white person didn't call you a nigga if you did what he said. He called you boy. Hey, boy." Only the person got called nigga was the rebellious boy. Didn't do what he said. He got mad at him. So it's a compliment when a white person get mad and say, fuck you, nigga. Your response would be, man, thank you. But I could never be as great as them people. We want to beat up the white boy for calling us great. Man, that word mean great. So they want to tell you, no, man, don't say that word. Erase it. We need to erase that word. Why we need to erase that word? It need to be put on a building. Why do you feel like it uh, mean great though? Like I know you saying like, <laughs> who told you it mean that? bad? Because like, if in them times these people was using this and they didn't respect us, they didn't look at us like as a person. They still why, don't. You know why? Even Bars. they still don't, and they hugging on dirt. They, you think they look at that boy as a person? A white man give him all that money? He don't look at him as no person. That's what I'm saying. So how how would you say like? It's because the word nigga. The dumb English white boy couldn't pronounce the word nigga, which means king. The Ethiopian word means king, oh Nigeria. Nigeria. That's where the root word come from, Nigeria. They were supposed to change the name Nigeria. The Niger River. Niger, nigger, Niger, nigger. The white boy couldn't pronounce it. Come here, nigga. 
It wasn't no translator when he got that African over here. Wasn't no translator. Pick up that water. Get that water. What do you say to him? I don't know. What do you say? It says nigger, 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 nigger. Get that water, nigger. He got him to respond to something that was close to Niger, nigger. <laughs> so that's how the word got that shit up. <laughs> Oh my goodness. This, I mean, okay, he, he's got to be crawling, bro. It, or he's just he making just, it up. Uh, no, no, he's definitely making it up. But I don't think he trolling. I think he just, he just, he just thinking that like to talk, man. Like up, up until that part, I was with him. Up until the whole African clip, right? Yeah, he, like. yeah, he, he went off, and he, man, he just, I don't know, bro. Like he's, he'll but say, but even like it's, it's extreme, man. This nigga's just, yeah. he's not trolling. He's just, he's extreme to get the message out there. Which I mean, at the end of the day, you can, you could tell that he actually has good intentions. Yeah, he do, like he, he do. Because you know, a lot of them yeah. LA niggas was so mad at him, fan. They were just they were just but so butt hurt, and like a lot, some of them OGs out there was like, man, I talked to that dude on the phone, and he said, you know, I'm gonna say whatever I gotta say to try to get our folks right. It ain't gonna sound right, he said, but you know, he'll. He just said, fuck the Bloods and Crips and Nipsey Hussle and all that. He said, fuck Nipsey Hussle. I want to learn about Hermes. <laughs> he said, y'all don't give a shit about Hermes. He said, y'all don't care about Hermes. You don't care about the man behind behind the rapper. And, you know, like, right. the he figured out a way to really put the, you remember with Paul Wall, I got the internet on nuts. He got, he got the internet by the nuts. He really do, bro. He, 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 got, he really got the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he kind of... Um, he's found a way to pretty much say some real shit by kind of clowning some people, calling out the demons, calling out the sliders and the serial hood hitters, and you know, just kind of gets, you know, basically like his theory is shit. You know, y'all niggas is talking about slide and disrespecting black people. I'm just gonna disrespect y'all. Fuck y'all. <laughs> you need to go to jail. Like he's just, you know, he's just kind of. And he, and he found a way, and uh, you know, it it be sounding ignorant, but the shit is funny. The shit's funny as hell. A lot of the stuff he be doing is funny, and he figured out a way to really get under people's skin and make a profit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, but I see he 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 really be doing the work, like in Dallas and shit. Like he really be, you know what I'm saying? Like it, I think it's good intentions and stuff, man. But a lot of people they. That, you know they they get upset like um let me see what was the next thing that I was I got close at okay hold on um you remember when we were talking about do you remember you sent me an article or it was a video of the brother that was talking about how like the OGs in LA they don't really want the violence to stop they don't because a lot of them dudes right. get a check and he kind of went on. He was really kind of the only person to really say that and stuff. And I, I think I sent you like a text the other day. A little little Sody from H Rays had had got had died in a car crash. And I was like, oh, I wonder what that car crash is about. And it was just a car crash. And what was sad about it was, you know, a lot of the interviews that I seen that he was talking on. He was very humble, and you know, he, um, 
not too long ago, his son died. And I'm like, damn, man. And then I remember we were talking, I sent you a text, and I'm like, you know, Gilly's son had passed. I'm like, man, that's like the worst shit, man. Nigga could, the worst news a man could get his lineage is, you know, hopefully they got some other kids. But like when your son passed, and let alone your children, I don't know how that feels, man. I would never want that kind of pain because I've been told that, that that's a, you never want your children to, <clears throat> you never want your children, you don't want to outlive your children. That, that, that's not the whole point. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to outlive your children. You never want that to happen. And uh, I've seen a couple interviews, you know, uh, that he had did on street TV. And I kind of want to analyze it, you know, bits and pieces as we go along with our nigga shit. And, you know, I just want to say rest in peace, little Sody. And um, I got to play one of my favorite songs. A lot of the songs that he had, I really didn't care for that much. But I never knew Warren G. And there's a reason why oh, I'm Warren playing. G was the shit. Man, Warren G. And I just thought about like um for people that don't know about Warren G, I, I'm gonna be honest. I feel kind of bad saying this, but I'm gonna be honest. I never really listened to a whole album. But one thing is Warren G saved Def Jam. And people are like, well, DP, what you mean? Man, Def Jam was in shambles. Def Jam was having some real financial issues. Man, Warren G came back to, with the regulator when he signed. Because he didn't want to. You remember, Warren G was with Snoop. And the long, you know, he's from Long Beach. He was with Snoop and all them. And Lil Half Dead, or not Lil Half Dead, or like, oh, who else? It was Snoop. The 213. He, he was associated with them in the early 90s. He didn't want to sign with the Row. That was smart. That was smart. He didn't sign with Def Row. He signed with Def Jam. He signed with a East Coast entity. And he brought Def Jam back. That shit's documented. That shit was platinum. And, you know, remember, bro, platinum back in the 90s? Nigga, everybody had your album. You went platinum, nigga. Everybody. Mm-hmm. everybody. If you ain't never heard it, nigga, that regulators was the best. It was still to this day. That shit bump, man. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. I feel bad saying that shit, but you know, like I never listened to the whole album. I guess you know, um, but G Funk era, baby. <laughs> yeah, G Funk, and you know another thing, uh, another Man, thing. matter of fact, nigga, you the G Funk king. How you ain't never heard the G Funk era? I know, wrong I know, with you? I, I know, I know. I can't, I, I can't imagine a welcome with welcome to the woods would have did any better than it. Nigga, you know how niggas fact check on the internet. They be like, oh, them L A niggas would be so mad. They be so man. Hold on, cuz you 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 ain't listen to the whole dog. But dog now the dog pound. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what my favorite song is. This is my favorite song. I'm, I'm gonna play it. Hold on, let me see. I got I gotta play it. I got I gotta play. Hold on. This is my favorite song. This this beat so fucking cold, fam. To me, this is one of the dopest beats on the dog pound, to be honest. And you know what I really like? This is this is the part that I like the most. Now, some people, now, of course, Corrupt has more bars than 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 Daz. Daz. But I like his cadence. I like yeah, Daz. Daz can rap. Daz can rap. And I like Daz's cadence. I like how he kind of, I, 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 like, I like how he drawed out his words. Well, corrupt can like that, you know, said, Dad can rap. Corrupt can, Corrupt yeah, I think he's spit. underrated. 
Yeah, like he, he gets his props. Like in the, the the people who matter, they know. But they, they know, they know. But they like I look I, I, to be your honest, average hip hop fan don't know corrupt shit. They don't know. Yeah, they don't know. And the thing is, even with Daz, Daz is up there with quick. Production wise, they the don't. Beats, get, yeah, Daz. I didn't know, man. Daz made all that death row shit. All that shit. him and Quick made all that death row shit, and they never gave him his credit. That's why he had to go back and shoot and 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 sue Suge Knight. You know what I'm saying? Because you know Suge Knight was doing. You know he he was he was running it like okay, I, I'm just gonna be John Gotti. You see what I'm saying? So he wasn't really paying niggas like he's supposed to. And he kind of had a lot where, you know, he was just kind of kind of running around the town. And, you know, and so but if if you look at if you look at some of those credits on Daz or on Death Row, um, Daz didn't get a lot of the credits he was supposed to. He made a lot of that shit on a Death Row. All eyes on me. He made a lot of that stuff. He made he he theoretically. They say Dre. Matter of fact, I think Daz had more beats on Death Row than Dre. I'm not sure. I think he did, bro. I think he made. I think his production credits. I think he he gave more hits to Death Row than than Dre did. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think he did. You know, he produced a lot of stuff on Death Row, and he never got that credit. Quick did a lot. You know, um, a lot of people don't know this. I always bring this up. You know, in the club with 50 Cent, that was a hit mm-hmm. because of Quick. Them drum kits came from Quick. Th- that's what really made the song take out is Quick. And I know Quick had always been a little lightweight, bitter about the industry that he didn't get the credit as a musician. He said that they always try to make him as get some gang banging nigga from Compton, and he never really appreciated that shit. He felt like, hey, I done made hits for niggas. Even on, I think it was Tip Drill, or it was some other shit that Nelly did. I think Quick did too. If if, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, he that nigga made a lot of shit, man. He made a lot of hits and a lot of stuff that Dre ended up getting credit for, to my understanding. But um, this is one of my favorite beats that Daz made. That bass line was crazy. That that bass line was nuts. And then this, this is the breakdown. This is my favorite part. On the north side of Long Beach, niggas got the trippin' and I thought I heard. So I went to the hood on 20th and I came up quick with some homies that I knew from way, way back. And then another thing too, this was this was some real good storytelling from Daz. Daz got corrupt on this song. I don't know if you if you remember, fam, but you know, corrupt got the last verse. I ain't like the dog food album, man. I was all I was entrenched in the East Coast, West Coast bullshit. Okay. I, uh, oh, okay, I hated, okay. Yeah, I hated that album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never got into the East Coast thing because see, I was listening to oh, we gotta take down the we gotta take down the um memory lane. I, I I was I was listening to pretty much everything. So it was like I never kind of got into it. Because I was I was listening to kind of everything. I was listening to this too. Oh yeah, for sure. That's another thing I want to talk about. We gonna get into that in a minute. We gonna get into that in a minute. But uh, okay, okay, hold on. Let's see. But yeah, this this shit right here. This I don't know why they didn't they didn't I don't I don't know why Sony didn't make a video for this shit. 
warranted. The, the, uh, he should have did. He had YG and Gangsta Gibbs on there. He should have made a fucking video for this, but he was signed on. I think Big Face One Hundred, Games Brother. They should have did a video for this shit. They should have did a video for this. Warren G killed this beat. And like I said, I didn't really, like I said, bro, I didn't really know Warren G made beats. I just thought he rapped. I, had I no didn't clue. until later on. I had grew up listening to that album, didn't know he made the beat. I was asleep. Yeah, I, I didn't know Warren G made all the beats. I think he made all of them. I think he made Regulator too. Yeah. I think he made all this. He stuff. did. He made, okay, okay. And you know what else he made? You remember that Slick Rick, that the behind bars? He made that? That's when I, yeah, that's when I found out Warren G made beats. What? Was Hold when on. that behind bars came out. Hold on, let me see. Let me put yeah, it dumb, up. Yeah, dumb, diddy, dumb, diddy, diddy, yeah. Man, I didn't know that behind bars. Was that, that, was that the one in 1998? 94, I think. He was, he was, uh. 94? He was just about to go to, or he was in jail, I think, about to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's West Coast. Oh, my gosh. Poor <laughs> G, boy. Is that a sample, fam? What the fuck? I, I don't know. Yo. I think I would I would suspect it is, but I don't know. Hold on, let me get the instrumental so they don't stri strike me. Hold on, let me see if I can Okay, hold on. Don't hold on. Is this it? Yeah. This Warren Z? I believe so. Let me let me fact check myself. I mean, he's he's on the chorus. And I believe he made the beat, but let me just make sure. It's on man. It sounds like a mix between the tribe and some. Man, hold on, hold on. Let me see. Slick Rick. Don't it? That shit, man. Man, I'm like, fuck. I ain't got that on no playlist. I forgot about that joint. Behind bars. Okay, third album by Slick Rick. Okay. Oh, behind bars is the whole album. That's the name. Behind, but oh, Prince Paul, Prince Paul. I think Prince Paul. Did oh, that. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, my Prince apologies, Paul Prince Paul. My apologies, Prince Paul. Yeah, that's another underrated goat right there. What was that I'm, video okay. that Prince Paul that you had to play on me BT? right there? What was that video? You say what? There was a BT video on Prince Paul. They used to play it all the time. That shit was dope as fuck. Was it Handsome Boy Model of School or something? Oh, I don't know. It was. It was a video. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me look it up. Oh man, damn! I forgot about Prince Paul. Jeez, hold on. Yeah, I gotta go through his discography, man. Prince Among Thieves. That that wasn't it. It was, yeah, no, it was yeah, it was on Prince Among Thieves. But what was the politics of the business? Yeah, they wouldn't play no damn half the board model school on BET. What am I talking about? Yeah, it was. It was. A, I know there was a video. I could have sworn there was a Prince Paul video. It might have been a time where I didn't have cable. But yeah, I'm sure you had videos for that album. Let me see. Hold on. Why you like reaping? With aggression, I yeah, this is it. Question. In a session comparison, be you through. The ratio for work is shit about Tommy Boy Records. I remember that. Yep. Yep. I remember that. The Prince Among Thieves extended music video. 
Yep, yep. I remember that. But no, this beat, they should have made a video for this. They should have made a video because YG was just starting to get hot, kind of hot around the, around the time when this coming out. Ten years ago, man, they should have made a video of this shit, man. Warren G made this shit. I didn't even when I first heard it, I was like, damn, I wonder who made this beat. And it said Warren G. I'm like, Warren G makes beats. Man, I I had no I had no clue. But anyway, um, hold on, let me close this. The reason why I bring this up is what's crazy is like the the the, the last interview that Sodi had did. It was with his uncle. It's kind of sad when you think about it. His uncle had just did 42 years. The first time he met his uncle ever is when he did time. And they both died. I think they both died together in that car crash. Damn. Because they said Al Capone. And they said Al Capone from H-Race. And he had, just, he had just got out. He was driving his uncle to another city. And I'm like, cause I, you know, I, I, you know, I didn't know, but, but then when I seen the, um, the street TV documentary, cause they, they had, they had interviewed him many, many years ago, you know, and they were talking about, could the sixties and eight trays ever get resolved and shit? Because, you know, like little Sody's like the face of the eight trays and, you know, and Nipsey was the face of the sixties, you know, so they were talking about how like can they get past the 40 year beef or whatever the case may be and they were they were interviewing and talking about that and this was like maybe over like a decade ago and you know when when Nipsey had got killed years ago it was the first time that a lot of people from the A-Trays had ever been over there in like 40 years like nobody you know it was just a forbidden ground you don't go over there you know cause that's your enemy so they had a lot of different gangs all from around South and pretty much in every bit of LA where they were kind of able to, you know, kind of pay their respects despite, you know, that they had, um, their differences. So I kind of was just, there was a piece of the interview that I was just kind of thinking about. Let me see if I could, uh, pull it up real quick and then I'm gonna go to our, our, our analysis. Both, you know, we too young to relate to what's it like in a lifetime. Yeah, this show, you know, this show max. <laughs> 42 years. Yo. Man, that's like, um, that's more than his lifetime. It's like in my math, right? <laughs> and it's, uh, yes, it is. It's, all, it's, it's all my lifetime and a little bit more. Fair so, use, you too. Fair uh, use. I can't even relate. Both, you know, we too young to relate to what's it like to do a uh, 42 years because that's basically our whole I just dug in to do it. I was trying to be healthy and live long enough for the loss, the chance to give me a chance. And it so happened, it worked out my way, exactly how I planned it. But along the way, 
there's a lot of people I had to help and try to keep myself right. But it took me a minute because I was in there. It took me a minute to realize what I lost. When I realized what I lost, I went at that the same way I was going at things when I was in the game. Then I used my anger to help me go even harder, make me a way out. Just so happy it worked. Now, did you get sentenced to 42 years or no. you caught more time while you was in there? No, I got sentenced to 15 to life. Mm. They mean that life when they got it. If you ain't doing what them people ask you to do, you ain't going to be able to get out. But for a long time, they wouldn't let nobody out anyway. Yeah. And Great Davis yeah. and Pete Wilson wasn't doing nothing. Arnold wasn't too much better. It didn't start until later. Just he said, Arnold, the Terminator, a lot of people forget that. Terminator put a hurting on niggas out in California with them laws. A lot of people, because before I got out, I could watch at least 200 lifers go home. But what making is good for us is that the ones that's getting out, they're shining. They oh, family, they doing good, they got jobs, they helping their communities. Other than that, they be trying to keep us in. But the dudes that got out before us, they did a good job. Open the door for us because yeah. they got out, did the right things. It seems like a lot of dudes that got life sentences is coming home. I just uh, I just met LB Lorenzo Benton, he went in in '76. Yep. He did about 44, 45. Holy years. shit, fuck, fam, that's a that's a lifetime. That's that's a lifetime. I don't even think they give time like that out here, like that. Well, they yeah, I did 20, well, shit, 45. Fuck, man, it's, it's over with. You might as well say it's a wrap, man. 45 years? You're literally... So if you did 45, that means, nigga, you 60-something. You 60-something. I mean, I don't even know how you would you would adjust. Yo, uh, China Dog um, from... Let me go fighting. to the one thing. So when you started hearing about that, that must have been new. So what was it like in the 70s? At least when you got into a fist fight in the alley, the next day you can live. We live, we live with it. Win, lose, or draw. I lost my share up in the alley. Not on my head. But we let each other live. Now you can't do that. You end up in a fight. You could be shot, killed. So it, it's kind of different. The 70s. Yeah, we was able to go a whole lot of other places. Like, you ain't allowed to go. That's why everybody trapped in the house on the video game. Man, we'd be on our bikes and alleys everywhere. Inglewood, Compton, on our bikes. Nothing happened. We gonna make it home. So before you went to prison, the, the 60s and the A trades was cool. They was on the verge. It was finna go bad. I was in the beginning stage. It was finna go bad, and it went bad. And I'm assuming you knew most of the 60s. All of them, went to school with them. Elementary, fourth grade, through junior high school, through the eighth grade, and then mom moved us to Inglewood, but I still ran into them. So I know mostly all of them. You went to Horseman? Went to Horseman and 74th Street School. Yeah, that's our school. Yeah, right there on 84th between St. Andrews and Gravity, all through the 70s. Now, what I was going to ask you, reason I played this for a reason. Now, do you think, now in the 70s, he mentioned the 70s, do you think that when that when drugs and guns was heavily, especially automatic weapons I'm talking about, not like little six shooters and shit, but automatic weapons, cocaine, do you think that that was installed not just in Oakland, but directly in South Central LA and through every black neighborhood in America? 
do you Pretty think that, much. that was planned? I think the whole shit was planned. And how long do you, you know, race soldiers plan in matters of decades. How long do you think they plan to put that in? Five to 15, 20 years? That they tested oh, this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Couldn't have Probably been a longer. Year. Probably Damn. longer. Oh, no, no. Absolutely not. I mean, just think about this, right? All the major, major games, they all started in the 60s. Late 60s. All of them. Exactly the same time. Different right. parts of the country. All of them got weird-ass Freemason symbolism and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah. Now, there was a... I had watched a, not too long ago, um, I had watched, a, I think it was uh, Old Man Ebro, or it was some, I think he was on some breakfast club or something. I watched, there was a, uh, they were interviewing Nipsey on going to Africa. You know, half, half his, half his family's foundationals and his dad is, 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 is from. Ethiopian, right? Eritrea. Eritrea, yep. Eritrea, yeah. Right. So. I think he might have went once and then he went again. But, you know, like a, around the time when he went, you know, you know, he was heavily involved in the set. He was really doing his due diligence. And, you know, he said when he once he went to once he went to Africa. You know, he said that, you know, um, because he his family was still able to directly Connect like our folks. We don't. I shit. I, I I couldn't tell you a damn thing. I'd probably tell you we nine times a ten. My my ancestors are probably from West Africa. I don't know. I don't know shit. But he could directly get with his his ancestors directly because they still had that connection. And he said when he went over there, he was talking about how when he came back and. He was like, man, I, I'm, you know, I'm still with the shit. I'm still with the gang, but he says we can't live, we can't continue to live like this. Cause he seen the difference. He was like, you know, he said, I, I was raised in South Central. He said, this is just the norm. Like you're, you know, you didn't really have any other aspirations besides the gang. That was your pretty much, that was your life day in day out. But when he went to Africa. He didn't see that. I mean, they had war. They had wars and they had shit, but it was just different. And he was he he said when he went back, he said, "Man, you know, I got to do something a little different. Like I can't." He said, "Basically, he said I can't go. I, you know, I can't go and act like um I didn't know what happened." You know, I I know I know coming going to going to Africa and then coming back to South Central, I know that we're not supposed to be conducting ourselves like this. So he had to um find a way to 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 focus on the music and pull away because he was still kind of caught up in the situation where you know the shiny go booms like, oh hey, cuz you ain't going we ain't gonna ride on no enemies today or whatever. And he said dealing with the dirty looks and that's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I swear. He like said, it was the 1950s plumber and shit. Ah, Vern, yeah. right on the end right on the ops today, Jimbo. <laughs> Jimbo. Oh, shit. Yeah, he said it was really like that. He said, he said, because that was the norm. The norm was, is, you know. You hey, def- norm. 
Stuff. Yeah, he said that was the norm. He said the norm was. He said he said he noticed when he when he kind of stepped back from the music or stepped in more into. The, he said because he always wanted to to do the music. The difference is he said there wasn't really an outlet. The outlet was a set. You know, they used to the way that, that, that he was explaining it is they looked at you know they looked at rappers as a bunch of hoe ass lying ass niggas. Then they never r- live what they. You know, so uh, being a rapper, when he said, you know, being a rapper, niggas look at you like, man, you want to be a rapper? Them niggas is bitches. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's how niggas looked at it. They looked at it like, man, these niggas ain't telling the truth. They fucking living our life. So w- that to them was like, man, a rapper, like, you ain't going to make no money as a rapper. Like, who the fuck going to sign you? You in South Central LA, ain't nobody going to give you a deal. Nigga, we gangbangers. So in their mentality, they're looking at it like, ain't no rap. You ain't gonna do no rap. You gonna sell some crack and shoot some niggas every day. That's all you gonna do. That's all you gonna amount to. So, but he's like, man, shit. You know, he was looking over like Master P and Suave House and all that kind of shit. He was like, man, I, if I could get sell, the way he figured is, if I could sell thirty to forty thousand records independent, I could be straight. He said, and then I could build some businesses in the set and all that. That's how he was thinking as a kid. He was fixing on computers and doing all that kind of shit. So then when he went to Africa, he was like, okay, I'm still from 60s, but I can't, I can't continue this shit. Like we, we got to figure out something different. They putting cameras all over this motherfucker. Like we got to figure it out. And he figured it out. And then, uh, shitty cuz killed him. I mean, they gave him a roll in 60s. You see <laughs> the power I beg of you. Yeah, they gave, they gave him a roll in 60s. So they, they ruined that. But, um, I think about the reason why another reason why I brought up that uh, the interview is like when you go back and look at the riots, Florence and Normandy, Florence and Normandy, um, they was putting in work on the riots. That was where a lot of that shit jumped off, where it was putting putting the boots on race soldiers and everything. See, they made they made it seem like niggas was just, oh, well, they was just tearing up their communities. Most black folks didn't really own shit there. They was getting killed by the police. Remember, Watts and a lot of places like in Watts, they was killing uh, black pres- uh, uh, black pregnant women. They went down to Mississippi and was getting police to put the beats on um, black folks because black folks migrated from Mississippi and Texas and things of that nature. Speaking of which, let me pull up some footage. Where was this at? And you're going to remember this. Well, this isn't footage of the thing, but we got to. I had to, fam. I just had to. I had to. Fair use, YouTube. I had to. It doesn't make sense. I, I can't talk about Normandy without this scene. Shut up, man. Come the past. For what? Probably smoke bud, too. How you doing, brother Craig? How you doing? <laughs> I'm all right. Well, I'll see you. But yeah, is Sister Jones in? Nope. Need this brother Jones. They both at work. Well, your ass need to be nigga. Excuse me, brother. What we call drugs is 74th Street Baptist Church. We call us sin and sin, sin. Well, around here, between Normandy and Weston, we call this here a little twin and twin, twin. Wow. Nigga. I had to, Mike. I had to, fam. I had to play it. But, and uh, uh, another thing is, you know, like, yeah, L.A., they turn up, man, when them riots. They, they really turn up, like, as we know with Watts and, um, I think sometime 
they try to they try to uh they try to they try to try it in a small town. I guess they were threatening Maxine Waters from the um from the Sambo Black Caucus, you know. Well, I ain't gonna get into that too much, but I guess they try to threaten. They figure, well, we we just gonna jump on a black woman or whatever, and they try to go out there. They said they were gonna go out there to her office. I tried to pull some footage, some footage on that. I couldn't find it, but there was, I think, some some Proud Boys or some shit back in the day. Some white supremacists tried to go out to Broadway, a hundred and something in Broadway, fam, in South Central. Didn't, didn't end up getting the beats. They end up getting the chair. And not too long ago, they tried to do the same thing in Long Beach and end up getting the chair as well. White supremacists don't do very well in South Central. They get the beats. They don't do well in South Central. Now, now I, I got to ask you about this one screenshot you sent me. What, man, hold on, where's the screenshot? I don't know if I... Basically, it was something... Somebody was a goofy. Apparently, he killed his girlfriend because she was a goofy. Can you can expound on that? Weird-ass <laughs> <laughs> meme I found offense, but I don't even know if the story's true, but I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Some shiny go boom. So he beat his Apparently girlfriend because she was a goofy. I, I guess... I guess that's what he is. Maybe, maybe either she said that or that's what he told the cops. That was, was his reason. But I don't even know if that story is true. It's yeah, it might be some old, what they call it, bossum stuff or whatever. I don't know. But I got to play this too because, you know, Wack brought us back. We got two wins. We got the chair and we got the, and, and we got the race soldiers down in, in Florida. A lot of people don't remember this. Years ago, I don't know. I think Wack 100 was down there in Florida, some shit. And two white supremacists tried to try to get on them. It didn't go well. Oh, Damn, that, was punch. That, that was a punch, fam. You can see this. Get out. Oh. Get out. Get out. See, that's all you got to do in a fight. You have a scuffle with somebody. You knock one of their homies out, man. The other one's going to be like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> the white dude threw a cup at him. He said, get down. Get down. Oh, dropped him. What is a cup gonna do? Well, this big ass, this big ass pyro nigga. What is a cup gonna do? He threw a cup at him, fam. <laughs> Matt, big ass gorilla cup of that. A big man. Let, let me show you that. I, I'm gonna send a screenshot of this piece. You gotta see this shit. I'm gonna email it to you right now. This is hilarious. Yeah, we're doing. We 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 got some good ones. Whack brought us back, and the chair. These little chair memes, fam, these chair memes are hilarious. I mean, they just won't stop. And the chair's been getting contagious. Oh, it's been getting contagious. You sent me another video, man. Motherfuckers been getting the chair. Folks been getting the chair lately. Here, let me send this to you to tighten this chair. Dude, you see dude, dude leaned in. He didn't want that heavy, right? Wait till you see this. He leaned in. He was like, whoa, whoa. Woo! Oh, get out! Get out! Get out! Hey, get his place! Get his place! Get his fucking place! Then he told him to get his place. He done knock your homie out. What is getting his license plate gonna do? All that! You touch me, nigga! You tried to rush me, nigga! Get out! Damn! He creased him. He creased him. He creased dude up so bad, dude. His guy's ear 
or no, his his eyes is bleeding. One good, one good heavy, heavy haymaker. They talk about that old ass, that old ass gang banging nigga fam could could fight. I ain't go that there's there's documented that nigga be whooping up, be kicking folks ass. Don't run up on whack, man. Now I gotta go into and I gotta make some claims. Then we gonna really get into the grand finale. But this right here now. Well, let me see. Hold on. Let me see here. I guess I could tie that in. Okay. One of my favorite songs is this. Now I'm talking about Memphis. And the reason why I talk about Memphis is Memphis does not get enough of its due. You know why? When you really think about... Hold on, let me find this. When you really think about, like, drill, when you think of trap, crunk, if you think about it, they owe that to Memphis, bro. Crunk music. That's... 3-6 is the ones that, 3-6, Player Flies, DJ Squeaky and all them, they was really the ones that really kind of came up with that. They came up with Crump. Now, mm -hmm. Lil John, of course, reaped the benefits, but, you know, I would say that it was, it, it was Memphis. I would say that it's Memphis. And this is one of my favorite beats. This is one of my favorite beats, fam. And this is this ain't off the first one. This is off the second one. Some people and I thought laying the smackdown to me was was a 4.1 mic album. Man, these folks got me down here on some bullshit again. I can't believe this shit, man. Man, look, they gangsta, gangsta. So what they talking about? What they talking? What they talking about here, it was a hot summer's night. I was chicken it with gangster. Fred out of Hyde Park, rolling, chasing paper. No that hey, another person that they didn't really, you know, I thought Project Pat was a pretty damn good storyteller, fam. Mm -hmm. I didn't like the Getty Green at first. When it first came out, I didn't like it. But then I remember you played it for me one time, and it had that one, um, these niggas got me fucked up. That shit was dope. But when I first first heard the Getty Green, um, the first Getty Green and they had the video, I didn't really, I didn't really care for it. But then I kind of, it kind of grew on me many many years later, like especially like with this one. It has the Getty Green had a few cuts. Uh, another one of my favorite ones too. This is one of my favorite ones, bro. The Underground Volume One. I didn't know nothing about that. You put me on Triple Six. Um, the first Triple Six album that I bought was When the Smoke Clears, but then you showed me like all like the old school ones. Yeah, the underground shit, yeah. yeah shit, to this day. Do you know that they're selling drum kits, nigga, off of Instagram? Off of Memphis drum kits. That that old school Memphis mm -hmm. signature sound. And people using that shit, bro. Sam, it's a whole new genre of music they didn't invent it. It's called funk. They spell it P-H-O-N-K. And all they do is 
it's oh. just a bunch of white boys. They they uh do their their little beats and shit, and then they put old Memphis rap samples over it. Oh, like if you look it up right now, you'll hear it. Funk. Yeah, P H O N K. That's crazy. It's like a whole thing. Like it's a it, it's big. It's like it's big. I don't consider it a genre, but they do. Now, um, let me see here. Now we really got to go to. Now you remember this. We gotta. We have to analyze this, fam. It, it, it would do no justice if we didn't do it. <laughs> do you know they're they're recycling this? Lafear, Lafear. I was I was looking for this all week. Like, damn, what is this nigga's name? They got a behind the scenes too, fam. I found the behind the oh, scenes. Oh no, like no, 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 no! Please send that to me. Please send that to yeah, me. Yeah, I, I I got to. Hold on, let me see. Here it goes. They got a behind the scenes. It's the funniest shit. Hold on, let me see. Hey, hey. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm sending it to you right now, bro. Well, it's the truth. I hope you like my video, but if you don't, really, fuck you. Let's get you stroll by with that pop. <laughs> Work that pop on the way through. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh no. God. Slow, slower, slower. There you go. So, so somebody go. directed that. There it is. Yeah, old girl walking by, man. She looks like the. Oh man, she and she got the little popsicle with the flat behind and the and the over and 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 the turkey sausage belly. This is hilarious, fam. <laughs> we need the hose right now. Oh my god! Cue the hose up. You guys don't mind getting wet? Alright, Rod, do it, Rod. Do it, John. We need the hose right now. Cue the hose up. No, Rod, you gotta get him. There it is, there it is. Keep going, act like it's not even happening. And then you got the GTS 2000. Come back and dance. Two steps back. Right there, keep dancing. Oh, this is the first. Keep rapping, LaFear. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. Wait till you watch the video. This shit is hilarious. You, you can tell this nigga got fresh out. Nigga, that's Damn. it. Damn. That just killed all every notion I ever had about that video. Oh, that man. That nigga actually paid somebody. <laughs> Go ahead, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. Damn, baby. Damn, baby. Damn, 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 baby. Damn, baby. Damn, damn, baby. Hours after hours. Houses of smoke is a house of smoke. You know what? I, I gotta find the. I should have saved it. I gotta find the Instagram post, fam. Because a lot of the, you got to think, when we seen it, we were like, what, mid-20s or early 30s, maybe? 
Let me see. When did this come out? When this shit came out? Yeah, I was probably like mid-30s. Because, look, he released it on TuneCore since 2019, but that's not when we... This was earlier than when we seen it. I think it was earlier than 20... It was definitely earlier in 2019, but he decided to put it on TuneCore, which is crazy. But he... <laughs> Yeah, when we see video from nine years ago, the behind the scenes. Okay, yeah. So, because I remember, I think before I recorded "Welcome to the Woods," we were watching this, laughing at this shit. And um, I gotta play another one after this. This is a more. I mean, it's a shiny go boom. Arkansas's white crip. You, oh, yeah. you uh, What you say? This is an Arkansas crib. <laughs> a white Arkansas crib that was on CTE. I think Jeezy gets signed to man, gets to get a tax write-off or some shit. I can't remember his name. Uh, his name oh, is, you talking about the one that, had, that got killed? I don't think he got killed. I'm not sure if he did. I, I'm not sure if he What's got his killed. name? His name is White. Just white. Yeah, just white. Yeah, no, nah, that ain't the same dude. There's one uh one gang banging white boy. I think it's from Chicago. He's like a vice lord or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They killed him in uh, ain't that a bitch? Yeah, they killed him in Rockford. Shiny Go Boom, Shiny Go Boom Vice Lord. His name was um uh, what was his name? His name was um um let me pull him up. I forgot his name. He was with GMB and B or whatever their name is. Uh, let me see, white guy, white rapper, <laughs> Chicago. All right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. E E B and bands. That's how it is. We no, is no. GMEB. We is a we is not a gang. We is a family. 